0: I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Friends with Elephants.
1: A show for the cool nerd in you.
0: It's Season 2, Episode 16.
1: And welcome into yet another episode of Friends with Elephants. Ivana, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? I
1: am doing quite well, thank you.
0: My car is sick right now, and I don't have it for... who knows how long
1: <laughs> oh i'm sorry
0: well you got my snapchat from the side of the highway
1: yeah 401 that is brutal
0: yeah it was not fun
1: yeah major major the biggest highway like in our area always gridlock always speeding always craziness well and it, it you... wasn't
0: gridlock which kind of is worse and the Way car worse. the car just stopped like where we're going really fast um we're on the express and then all of a sudden Luckily I wasn't driving Blake felt a popping And then the gas pedal didn't work So we had to get over onto the shoulder And uh, put her four ways on And call CAA So not fun But good news uh, The car will be saved uh, It's over at my mechanics I just don't know when the heck I'll get it back
1: Okay Well I'm really sorry to hear that So you are on foot or subway for a little while
0: Well yeah foot and subway that's okay.
1: All right. So anything else? You see Civil War yet? Not yet. Why the hell have you not seen
0: this movie? I, I wait till the theaters are empty. <sighs>
1: it's never going to happen with this movie. Just go.
0: I do. I Actually, I was thinking about going to catch a movie tomorrow, and that is oh, first on the
1: list. Oh, well, I would see it again.
0: Oh, all right. I'm only going to say that.
1: I would see it again.
0: <laughs> all right. Let's start this episode off. All
1: right. It's time for a nerd battle. And because a show we talked about actually in Last season year. one, yeah. Unreal is returning to TV. This is a show full of characters that you love to hate. It's coming back June 6th, 10 p.m. Lifetime.
0: 10 p.m. Eastern.
1: 10 p.m. Eastern. Maybe Eastern Pacific. I don't know.
0: I don't know how that really works, but I know it's Eastern.
1: Well, it, it just works that. Because you know,
0: isn't Pacific after?
1: Yes, it airs three hours after ours would. But right. but it's just so that if we say ten, it's on at 10 and it's on at 10 for them too.
0: Oh, I thought it was at the same time. Interesting.
1: No. Mm. No, they catch it later.
0: All right. So we decided that it was time to have a nerd battle about TV characters that you love to hate.
1: Oh, yeah. And there are a lot of TV characters you love to hate.
0: So in Unreal, you've got characters like Quinn King, played by Constance Zimmer.
1: Or Rachel Goldberg, who I love. She was played by Sherry Appleby.
0: So we thought, let's look at the annals of television history and pick out the characters that we loved to hate the most.
1: Yeah, and I I think I'm, I've got you beat this one, because I think you picked a beloved character, and I picked one that people really just love to hate.
0: It's funny because... I had that same thought about you. I thought, oh, wow, you picked a character that people like.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to tell you why Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother is the character that people love to hate.
0: And I'm going to tell you why Walter White is, in fact, the king of characters that people love to hate.
1: When you love to hate someone, you probably aren't going to buy a t-shirt with his face on it. You just wait for the show to come out, rip on him a little bit because you're having a good time doing that, and then move The fuck on. No,
0: man. He is a character that people hate. And by the end, you freaking hate him. Like, you hope that he fails. You're like, what the hell? You are evil. It is literally like watching Birth of a Sociopath. He starts off super sympathetic. I mean, in the beginning, you're talking about a mild mannered scientist, science teacher, no less, who used to work as a scientist for a company that is now worth billions, but he's poor. And now he has cancer because of his work with that billion-dollar company. And he's stuck being a teacher. And so at first, you're, like, super on his side. You're like, this is the most adorable, downtrodden character that could ever exist. And he's only making meth so that his family has a nest egg for when he dies.
1: Yeah, I mean, he basically is trying to do the right thing. And I think people are on his side in the beginning.
0: In the beginning. But then as the show goes on, he becomes more and more evil. I mean, some of the things that he does, you're just like, holy shit. I don't know how anyone can come back for that.
1: But let's talk about as the seasons go on. And you, by the time Ted Mosby is douching it up with Dante's Inferno and wearing those God-awful red cowboy boots. I love those boots. You are kind boots. of thinking to yourself, why do I care who he ends up with? Why? Who's going to go out with this guy? And it becomes more watching his friends rip on him the whole time. And you're like, ha, <laughs> ha. Oh, Ted, get out of here. But
0: that's exactly it. But he's super lovable because he you can rip on him so easily. And I think he's lovable all the way through.
1: But you don't love him. You don't love Ted. Ted is douchey. Not douchey. Douchey.
0: What makes him douchey? Because he doesn't seem like a douchebag at all. Like, a douchebag would be like a Barney. And even him, I like.
1: Barney is super likable. Barney is supposed to be the person you love to hate. But you don't, because Ted is there.
0: But what makes Ted so douchey? You
1: you also kind of hate Ted for trying to take Robin away from Bernie at points. You're like, dude, move on. You suck. You aren't going to end up with Robin. But then they do end up together. Exactly. And then you get this finale that at least 50% of the audience watching the show, religiously, all of nine seasons, are like, are you seriously? First, worst fucking storyteller ever. Can't believe you told this story for nine years to end up with Robin.
0: But the thing is, though, in a lot of ways, who else could he end up with except Robin? Like, the whole show was about how much he was in love with Robin. That in the end, when he does end up with her, you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. How else could you have possibly but it's ended this show? such a
1: letdown because, one, you've you do not care anymore
0: what else could you possibly end the show with and also just because you don't care who he ends up with anymore i still haven't seen you tell me why he's unlikable maybe you didn't like the ending of the show but like i'm sorry walter white at one point he um let me just get her name i think it's jane one second where are you there um Walter White, at one point, literally betrays his partner, Jesse Pinkman, who has found love in this, like, addict named Jane. And he sees her, and she starts puking and overdosing on heroin, and he just literally watches her die. He could save her, but he doesn't. He says, no, screw that. I want her dead Because she's a nuisance in my life and my plans. And even though I'm supposed to be all buddy-buddy with Jesse Pinkman, my actual, like that's his partner. His partner. And he just lets the love of his partner's life die?
1: He never treats him like a partner. He never treats him as equal. He
0: doesn't. And that's the other thing is that he chooses Jesse Pinkman from the outset because he knows that he can mistreat him and make himself feel big when Jesse Pinkman is small. And the things that he does to Jesse Pinkman are so, Awful, and by the end, you're like Jesse Pinkman, you're the best. Walter White, I freaking hate you.
1: Like, yeah, you freaking hate him, but they set up this arc so that you hate him
0: exactly.
1: He becomes unlikable. All on his own.
0: But we're talking about characters that we love to hate. And are you telling me that when people wear shirts with Heisenberg and Walter White's face on them- They love
1: Walter White!
0: They love to hate Walter White! No, they
1: watch that show and they're like, shit yes, Walter. Go, do those awful things. No,
0: because you are like, Walter, get caught. Walter, you are now evil. Now you need to pay for your sins- but he's such a good Nobody character. They want Walter to be I since I they do. want him at to die
1: end? of cancer because and, and have lived this what crazy. What are you talking because about? Because they wanted you get this weak and meek character. He's not in weak Walter and White meek. at the beginning of the entire series. It is all about one man transforming to this evil. That's the whole story.
0: That is the whole story. And when he Tennis transforms to, to evil, to you hate un- him.
1: How I met Your Mother supposed to be this uplifting story. You're about telling me your the story, and you are supposed to hate him, but by the end you genuinely are like, son of a bitch, Ted.
0: That's just you, because I certainly don't hate him by the end, and also this is the battle of TV characters you love to hate. Thus, Obviously, Walter White, you literally love that you hate him. You love tuning in every week to hate him, to think, oh, my God, you're so evil. You're awful. I hate you. Whereas with Ted Mosby, you're just talking about a dude that you happen not to like, but he's not a character that people love to hate. Characters that people love to hate have to be watchable.
1: By season five, everybody watching that show has got to be like, God, Man, Ted, you are ridiculous. But you're
0: telling me, me that you, you just on. hate him. You're not telling me that you love hating him, which I think means that you've just argued your way into
1: a loss. Of course, you love hating him because you tune in every week. I don't think so. And it's so. his story. The best times for Ted are when he's single and being silly with Barney. But that's not what the story's about. The story is about him meeting the mother. So much so they screw this up. The whole that by show the time is about they being meet being the single. Mother, By the time they meet the mother, you don't care anymore.
0: Well, sure. If you drag on a show about how did I meet your mother for nine seasons, of course you're not going to care about who she is. That doesn't mean that he's a character that you love to hate. I'm sorry, Walter White gets so freaking evil. He hides behind all these reasons of why he's doing the right thing, but at the end of the day, he's like Superman in but the sense of Clark I didn't love that. I Clark hated Walter Kent. White.
1: I didn't love that. I wanted a guy who had shades of gray, and I did not get that near the end of the. No, of the... by the end, and I didn't he's black. love that. By the I didn't like he's that. black
0: but nobody likes that and when that. he dies in that shootout you're like fuck yeah die you but, asshole but what I'm sa- okay. and how can well, people not I don't
1: know about everybody saying die you asshole yeah cause he is happens. he
0: was evil by but the end I don't end. think people are
1: rooting for that I, I think was they wanted, a, they wanted a a moment to have a moment of of okay this happened all of this because of five seasons ago and that one choice you made and now you're do- now this its happening. not one choice. Because he makes more and this. more
0: bad, awful choices and he becomes more and more of an unlovable, hateable character. And by the end, sure, you've got Brian Cranston in the role of a lifetime, giving a performance of a lifetime. And you love tuning in every week to hate him and to root for Jesse Pinkman. And when he dies and he kind of saves Jesse Pinkman, that was his that was the closest to gray. Like he went from pure black to a little bit gray and then show was over.
1: But I think people were satisfied with that ending.
0: Yeah. But this isn't a, this isn't a nerd battle about endings. This is a nerd this battle. This is a nerd battle
1: about loving to hate someone. And, it's about And characters. at the end you still love characters. hating him. At the very end of the episode because you're so dissatisfied you love that you still hate him because you're like no I still hate him.
0: What are you talking well, and you you're you get telling off me on that love. You're not loving that you're hating anybody. You're just telling me that you don't like Ted Mosby as a character. I people literally love to hate Walter White because he is a love to hate character. He's awful, and you freaking love watching him, and that is literally the whole point.
1: Who won this nerd battle? You tell us. Let us know because I still think that Ted Mosby is the guy you love to hate and watch on TV every week. I think that you're just
0: choosing a character that you didn't like. I think you did too. (laughs) Nice. All right. Let's talk about super old school tech. Something that we take for granted and use every day. And okay, it is hold called... on. I'm going to
1: guess what it is. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm going to guess what it yes, is. Okay, yes, Okay, something we so take for
0: granted. Take for granted. And
1: we use it every day. We
0: use it every day, hmm. and it's it's what I would consider low tech. But
1: it's low tech, so it's not like a smartphone.
0: No, it's like low tech, so it's like, it's okay. not okay. like, um, it is tech, but it's like low tech. Phone calls. More high
1: tech than that. Uh articles like printed printed articles
0: what that's not tech where's the tech in
1: that i don't i know oh just fucking tell me email 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 right. i get email all day long that's all a good day one. long that's a good yeah. call
0: so i thought you know what let's talk about the etiquette of email okay now, uh, I wonder if some of our younger listeners even use email, really. I think once you get into the workforce, like once you're working...
1: You kind of have to.
0: Email is the thing. It's a must. But when you're in high school, I mean, how much are you really on your email? Probably not that much.
1: Well, I still think things like Slack are going to take over the whole workforce in five years. And it'll totally erase email because people will be working more collaboratively. We are, Our whole office has already moved over to Skype. So I am instant messaging more often than not when i really need an uh, immediate answer i
0: i instant message with like people most times but the email is still very pervasive and like if i'm getting like a part let's say i usually find out via email like that kind of stuff
1: and if it's something that actually holds weight to it you always have to put it in an email yeah so there's that paper trail for not just you but for multiple people
0: exactly
1: so uh When is the appropriate time to send a response at work?
0: Like to a work person.
1: To a work person. I
0: think within the day. Like I think if somebody emails you at work, you should get back to them that day. So
1: it's after five o'clock. When do you get back to them?
0: By the end of the next business day.
1: Okay. Okay. So I have all all t- day tomorrow now to get back to them.
0: Well, I think that's that's the that's like the standard. What do you think? What what's your choi- thought on that?
1: I mean, obviously it depends on what email it is, but if it, yeah, if it, I try not to answer any emails from work after five p.m. That's fair. I will usually flag it to do something with the next day, usually first thing in the morning. Right, because I like to get all my emailing done first thing in the morning.
0: Yeah, a lot of people do. Um, what I, about I, friends? friends i feel like you have a lot more leeway
1: oh i i feel like you have less really because we all have phones that if an email comes in we know it's got you you saw it i feel like you have to respond quickly
0: interesting
1: yeah i think that you've got i think you've
0: got like 48 hours to respond to a friend email
1: I, I mean, I'll even respond with, got to check the calendar, thanks for letting me know, or something like that.
0: Right. I think, again, it depends on the subject matter. For the average, regular email, this isn't an urgent thing. Nobody needs a response.
1: Remember, if it's like, hey, we just had a baby, and they're sending you an email, probably get back to them right quick and be like, congratulations, and then yeah. move on. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, somebody from your family emails you.
0: That one, I feel like you kind of have to get on faster because like they'll family give you mem- stink eye. Yeah. They they come back at you hard. That
1: is very true.
0: <laughs> and also, I think it allows you more leeway to not see your family or like if you're far away from each other, it keeps you kind of tied together in, in, in a good way. OK, what about uh, the appropriate amount of time that like how long do you wait before you ask someone to respond to an email they're ignoring? You know what I mean? So, so how long do you wait at work? Let's say you sent an email at nine a.m.
1: Like if I, how long until I follow up on it?
0: Yeah, and you need a response. I follow up
1: usually if I need a response that day. I will get on the phone and actually call the person.
0: Really? You so you'll email, they'll ignore, and at what time of day are you calling then?
1: If I sent the email at ten and I needed an answer like ASAP, at one I'm calling you and being like, hey, really sorry to be a pest, but I actually do.
0: I you send wouldn't you an send email. an email first no, to say no. No, I ah. I would
1: I that initial email if it was urgent would have context of it's really urgent that you get back to me by this time.
0: Well, let's say you have to get an answer by end of day.
1: Then I'd wait until end of day,
0: and then you'd call them,
1: and then I would uh, I probably around four thirty
0: mm-hmm. if
1: I hadn't heard back. Hey, maybe you missed the email. Hey, maybe you uh, like via you're phone still work, You're still working on it. I need to know what's up.
0: Right. See, I would probably be more inclined to email back at around like the 2.30, 3 p.m. mark. If I sent the email at 10 a.m. and I needed to know by end of day, which gives them enough time to do whatever it is they need to do in that email. And then if I don't hear back, then I would call... Around 4, 30, 4,
1: 45 I always, whenever I send an urgent email, and it's like I don't use the urgent important thing because I feel like that's super obnoxious and mm-hmm. it like drives me nuts. But if I send you an urgent email, I've written it down, and I'm expecting you to have at least acknowledged and opened it and read. Yeah. Um, I would like to hear it. I'm on it. I'm gonna do this right now, or like just a. I should know by this time.
0: Me too. I love, I, I and I try to give those. When I get an email like that, I like to give the confirmation that I have seen this and I'm going forward with it. What about in the bathroom? 100%. For sure. And you know what's funny? While I was curating the, the list today, uh, I looked up, email etiquette of course i mean course. how could you not everybody's everybody's etiquette list says don't check your email in the bathroom what why the who is gonna stop me yeah and also you're sitting on a bathroom freaking check your email write emails play games you're on your phone in the bathroom i'm gonna tell
1: you something the only thing you shouldn't do in a public bathroom is fucking answer your phone if it rings ignore it don't take a call don't make a call. If I'm in there with you and you are on the phone, I'm flushing the toilet immediately. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I, and I've told people this before. It happens at my new office all the time. Oh, really? Someone will walk in on the phone and I'm like, flush. Because I will embarrass your ass for being in a bathroom that is public and talking on your phone.
0: It is one of those things though that when you are in these bathrooms, it's like you it's a, se- a dirty little secret we all have that we all are on our phones in the bathroom. Of course. But you don't talk, you don't say it out loud, you pretend like you responded from a desk or a phone or whatever, but you do. You check your email and you respond while you're sitting on that toilet. It
1: just happens.
0: Um what about out for drinks with one friend or maybe a lover?
1: I feel like most lovers are always on their phone in front of each other?
0: Really? See, I would say
1: that... What, what, what's a lover? Is that an affair or is that like... No,
0: like a date. Like a date.
1: Oh, it's a date. I mean, if it's a first date... Then not a first date, but... Then li- do not do that.
0: Yeah, on, yeah, absolutely not. But I think if you're with one person...
1: I mean, I'm on there with Becky. Becky's probably on her phone anyway.
0: See, if I'm out for dinner or drinks with a person... I try to stay away from my phone, and if I do have to go on to it, I definitely preface it. Because if you're on your phone, that person literally has nothing to do.
1: Right. I mean, I'm...
0: You're leaving them hanging. I am often
1: hanging. not the one on the phone at that point. But, you know, you put I feel in, like
0: you need to you institute in love some You put a lover here, and I'm
1: just trying to reiterate that Becky's on her phone all the time.
0: <laughs> I think you need to institute some rules.
1: <laughs> oh, I would love to, but I don't get to do that in my relationship. <laughs> During dinner... Uh, that's messy.
0: I'm all, I'm okay <laughs> with it as long as like it's not like a formal dinner.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Formal dinner, no chance. Uh, during dinner, that's. I mean, I'm using my hands. I usually put it away. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, I think that covers.
0: I think that covers everything but email. email. Everything about
1: email. That was a good one. Email. Hey, eh? that's. Who would have thought? <laughs> It's TV time. It's TV time. And last week we watched Crazy (laughs) Ex-Girlfriend. And we asked you to watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and we watched it and I had a blast watching this show. This is a really, really fun show. Isn't it awesome? I really enjoyed it and I still think that if you've grown up with Glee... This is kind of like the next stage.
0: See, I don't know. I think Glee is a totally different show. Like, yeah, sure, they're singing in both, but they're completely different. They're not comparable, in my opinion.
1: Well, one is just kind of knocking off a bunch of old songs, or new songs for that well, matter. Well, and
0: it's meta in the sense of, like, it's about a Glee club. This is just, like... This is
1: also meta.
0: It is. It's very meta. But it's, like, it's meta its own in its own way. It is literally this really weird, interesting world where you can just break out into song. I it's our it's world, so cool. but not. Yeah, I think it's it's way cooler than Glee. Glee didn't, like, break the that wall barrier where it was like they are on a Glee club.
1: I know, but what I'm saying is that fans of Glee, you can see how fans of Glee who have grown up and now have been in serious relationships or seen more complex characters, like... Our main woman in this show, the crazy ex-girlfriend, is incredibly complex.
0: Rachel Bloom, she's freaking amazing. So
1: what I'm saying is that maybe it's a, like, I could see people who enjoy Glee moving on. They're a little bit older. They're looking for those rich characters and uh, more meta stories, but still kind of, like, really enjoy the musical aspect. And they have latched on to this Golden Globe winner.
0: Oh, my gosh. So, uh, I'm going to out you now. You said this show wouldn't last. You also thought that the show looked stupid. You're
1: not outing me. We said this last week.
0: I know. But, like, you thought the show looked dumb.
1: I know I thought it looked dumb, but it wasn't dumb. It, it was wasn't very. dumb. It was very clever.
0: Yes, it was clever. But Rachel
1: Bloom is fucking crazy person
0: oh yeah yeah she's totally crazy totally freaking crazy like oh my god is she crazy She moved her whole life
1: to some no-name town in california for a guy she's not even dating
0: for a guy that she dated for like two seconds during camp and he wasn't even
1: into her oh my god and and so did she lose they like she lose her cherry to that guy you know, they
0: never really like.
1: I hope so, because there's got to be a reason there.
0: I really I don't think so.
1: But it's fantastic. And I love how she gets all this stress from her mom. And it, it's like totally breaking free when she gets the best job offer of her life. I know. It's just like, you know, what? I can't take that. I got to move to this crazy town
0: and even though she's really crazy i mean she is crazy and and i love the theme song for that reason because like everyone's like crazy ex-girl and she's like what no i'm not like <laughs> i'm not crazy this this is a really antiquated term
1: um but she knows she may crazy. even be sexist
0: yeah <laughs> um she knows that she's crazy on on some level but i think like oh where was i going with this now i don't even remember
1: you're crazy ex-girlfriend <laughs>
0: Um, I, I just think in some ways she's really relatable to anybody in the sense of we all have our craziness. We all do. Everybody. And the other thing about her is that she's on this path in, in the pilot, right? Like she has the, the high-paying lawyer job. She gets offered junior partner. She's definitely on this trajectory that any parent would be proud of. But you know what? She's unhappy. And she's lonely. And... And who says that she wants to be on this path that we've decided as a society is a good path to be on? And so I think in some ways we can all relate to that her as a character. Because who wants, you know what, we want our own authentic lives. We don't necessarily want to be on this crazy path to like, I don't know.
1: You're, going. You're on a roll here.
0: Traditionalness. It's
1: boring. It is boring. And we get to see this unboring thing of moving her whole life and be- being the best at that firm. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, she's freaking amazing. She's she went brilliant. to Harvard. Yeah. She's brilliant. Brilliant. And I, I, you know, I just, I really enjoyed, I yeah, I just enjoyed the shit out of it.
0: What'd you think of uh, Greg Played by Santino Fontana.
1: Greg.
0: Greg is the bartender who like actually likes her and he asks right, her right, out right, to right, the right. thing.
1: Right, right, right. Okay. They're um, obviously I
0: mean, they're obviously to me, they're clearly meant to be I, together. Yeah, I
1: think they'll end up together, right? Yeah,
0: they're meant to be together. It's gonna be slightly annoying, I feel like, at some point, because it's totally gonna have to go through the Ross and Rachel. And and in a show like this, I think that they'll make it work. But it's going to be, they're going to be together, they're not going to be together, they're going to be together, they're not going to be together. Otherwise, where would the show go?
1: I also like that she's not, you know, the picturesque of perfect body and...
0: Yeah, she looks like, she's hot.
1: She is hot. She's hot, but she's,
0: by TV standards...
1: You know, she's got more curves. Yeah. She's, I, I mean, she's a very attractive woman.
0: Oh my gosh, she's super hot, but... You know, if this was 10 years ago, I don't think and that... She wouldn't be on TV. They would not have cast her. Now, she created the show, and I, I it was, I think, originally a web series that she did. Very cool. Um, and so it took a lot of work and hard work for it to get where it is. And, and let's be honest, she's the only one that could properly... pull it off. Nobody else could give Rebecca Bunch the character that she did. Is it
1: Rebecca Bunch or Bloom? You said Bloom earlier.
0: Rachel Bloom is the actor's name. Rebecca Bunch is the character name.
1: Oh, see, that's pretty close to each other. Yeah. Maybe she is crazy.
0: (laughs) I think she is because obviously she made the show.
1: (laughs) So, are you going to keep watching?
0: Well, I've been watching. I'm all cut up. I've seen every episode.
1: I'm going to catch up. I actually am going to catch up on this one because I kind of like, I, I did go forward a little bit further than I expected to go forward. And How far uh, into it and are they're are all you? on global, so I'm just gonna keep going.
0: It's so good. I also I really like Josh Chan, who is uh, oh, Vincent yeah. Rodriguez he's, the third. He's fantastic. He's fantastic. And I just I love that they picked a Chinese dude. I also love the fact that he's so dumb. So dumb. So dumb. Like, why does this smart girl like this guy? I mean, yeah, he is good looking. He's clearly good looking. It makes no sense. Ah, oh, look at that body. But like. Other than that, it makes no sense. Whereas, you know, Greg is totally her type. He's sarcastic. I still kind of want He's them smart. to hook up, though.
1: Like Her and Josh? Yeah. I yeah. So, I, just, like, I don't want them to be together. I just want them to hook up.
0: I think they're going to be together a little bit. I think it's okay. going to be... Eventually, they're going to have to take the show to a place where she's with Josh, she's with Greg, she's with Josh, she's with Greg. I mean, the whole show is about boys, so there's no way we can get around that. I'm curious, though, because I think season two and three, we're going to start to see new boys enter her life. Ooh, very exciting. So I'm curious to see where this show will go. But for the moment, where it is is freaking amazing.
1: Freaking amazing.
0: I just want to mention that uh, there is a character named White Josh.
1: White Josh, yes, because there's Asian Josh and White Josh. Right. Makes sense.
0: Uh, have you seen? Have you met White Josh I yet? I have
1: met White Josh, and he is pretty cut.
0: Oh, my gosh. And he's also, he's gay. He's this wonderful gay guy. <laughs> like, he's such a good... I like the new and different portrayals of what it means to be uh, LGBT that exist on television. Maybe not so much the T that's starting, but it's not totally mainstream. But now being um, gay or a lesbian is like nothing. Um, And and I like that nowadays we get to see different types of people. They're not just some stereotype. And I think he's a really good example of not a stereotype.
1: At some point, we're going to stop noting these things because it's just going to be mainstream.
0: Yeah, I totally agree, and I look forward to that.
1: So next week, we're going to watch a, I think it's a dramedy. It's called Sleeping With Other People. It's on Netflix, so if you want to watch, check it out. Uh, actually, the guy whose studio we're in today, Chris, recommended it to me, and he said that one of the couples in it is him and his fiance. Aww. And that, like... They are ridiculous just as they are in that film. So I'm really excited to see that and then comment on it. And I know he's listening. So, uh, Chris, thank you for the recommendation. We both watched the trailer. We think it looks good. So looks really good. We're going to check it out. Please join us. Bum, bum, bum. Series. Survival. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. I always like your intros. I always say it I always least,
0: like your intros. I always say it at least
1: even when I don't.
0: <laughs> you liar. Bum, bum, bum. You liar.
1: <laughs> All right. So, here is another week of series survival. If you've you're just tuning in to us, last fall we checked out a bunch of trailers of upcoming TV shows and we said Is this going to make it to another season or not? And our predictions now are coming true or maybe they're not coming true. So we know now what is happening. So we're going to revisit a couple of those.
0: And then on top of that, we haven't decided what the punishment will be. But the loser of this series survival tally will be forced to do something embarrassing in a video that will be on YouTube that you can then watch.
1: Terrifying. I am <laughs> terrified. I am down by two at this point. Yeah, you're
0: at this and point I am losing. losing hard. But we've only been doing this for two weeks. This is week three, and there's a total of eighteen shows that we watched. So there's still a long way to go.
1: Okay. Well, uh, fingers crossed. It's that anybody's I don't have to game. Do it's
0: anybody's anything game. Anything
1: ridiculous on camera. Here is the deal: the Muppets. We thought this was a sure thing.
0: Yeah. We it's thought the Muppets. We even talked about like how many seasons it would go. You I thought it would last for a lot of seasons. You thought it would like run out of stories. It's cancelled.
1: Cancelled. Cancelled. Didn't make it to a second okay. season.
0: I have a question for you. I saw the first three episodes. Yeah. And then I didn't watch it again. I
1: didn't watch it either. We watched the first three episodes. We were super happy for Kermit and his new piggy love. And, and then we just stopped watching.
0: I just, it didn't,
1: it didn't I you know, know what, for some
0: me. reason I just didn't want to go back. Like, you I, know what the thing is? It was
1: clever. I liked it. I kind of feel like I have enough in my life for one of these type of shows and that is Modern Family.
0: Oh, you think Modern Family is this
1: type of show? Yeah, like the talking to a camera,
0: mm. uh, you know,
1: li- something happens and then they do the aside and... It's all shot with, like, one camera following every all the action.
0: You know, for me, I think it was just...
1: Documentary style.
0: I, I have room for many documentary style shows. I, I do like that style. Um, But, you know what? I think at the end of the day, none of the characters hooked me.
1: Which is shocking because we all love the Muppets.
0: We love the Muppets. There wasn't a reason for me to come back. It was like, right. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was okay. And then I, I didn't think about it again. And that's I kind of just wanted
1: the Muppet show back where it was like, okay, here's a bunch of random skits again. And I, and, and getting a story and in-depth into these people, I was like, eh, I don't care.
0: Maybe these characters just aren't meant for being in-depth.
1: Yeah. Maybe they're meant for amazing stories with Jason Segal and that's it.
0: Um, I, I will say though that I'm, I wasn't, I wouldn't have wanted to tune in for random skits either, but I, I, this didn't grab me either. So it's canceled. I think that's okay. We were wrong though. Both of us.
1: We were both wrong. So you're still up by two.
0: Next show is grandfathered
1: on Fox. Fox. I mean, this show looked like it had all the makings for the masses. It had a sexy Uncle Jesse. John Stamos is in his own show again. Josh Peck. Josh Peck. And you... And I both said we would lo- we're gonna see this renewed. You are a fan.
0: I'm a big fan. When you told me today that it was canceled, canceled, I was so pissed.
1: Not going to season two.
0: I love the show. It's, it has this heartwarming thing to it. I honestly, I, I I tune in every week. And no, it's not like the most amazing show in the world, but I tune in every week. It's
1: I Fox. can turn my mind it's off Fox. and I can have
0: fun. And I'm shocked. How did this show not get renewed? It's not like the viewership was that bad. It wasn't what that is bad. Fox doing? Why are they they're, they're renewing these procedurals left, right, and center, but what about these comedies? What the hell, Fox?
1: Well, they don't like their comedies. Ah. You know this. You know, dramas do better than comedies at night. It just kills me. And then the last one was a uh, sitcom called Truth Be Told, and this was with Zach Morris and uh, his like best friend's family, I guess. So he has a family. His best friend next door has a family, and it's you know, hijinks. I said it was going to get canceled.
0: I said it was gonna get cancelled. Ivana
1: said it would run the full season then get cancelled. You
0: said it was gonna get canceled halfway through. I actually I didn't look that up. I
1: only made it about ten episodes, so I don't that could be a full season. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um uh, but it was cancelled.
0: It was canceled. It so was we were both up canceled, right. So we
1: were both right. So you still are up on me by two.
0: So this, this week we've it actually was a kind wash. Of, yeah, we were either wrong together or right together.
1: I see what you were doing here.
0: You see what I was doing yeah, here. Yeah, I see
1: what you're doing here. You were you were stemming your bets here and <laughs> you're like, you know what, I just don't know, so I'm just gonna guess with him.
0: That's I who I can't even tell you whether or not I guessed first because
1: I can I don't remember. remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so that is series survival this week.
0: All right, that is it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to tune
1: in again next week. We'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, and we'll tell you all about the guy called Radio... No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. I like it. But Radio MN1. I think
0: Radio Man. I think Radio Man 1. Oh,
1: probably Radio Man 1. Yeah. From the USA. we got to give him a shout-out. He gave us this fantastic review
0: and we do want to be transparent he had some constructive criticism he sure
1: did you know we do this show for free radio mn1 He, he
0: he was not impressed with our um
1: our our naming or our artwork he said it was misleading which you know what it could be Maybe it is. I mean, literally our our elephant and we are friends with elephants, but we are not a nature show. We are not a documentary show about lots of animals in Africa. So maybe he's right. Maybe he's right. Maybe Maybe we we need to
0: rebrand.
1: Maybe he's right. But how could a world with such wonderful things (laughs) be bad? All right.
0: Well, we're going to take that under consideration, Radio Man. And you know what? We appreciate that feedback. And I want to invite any of you guys out there listening. You don't have to just tell us good things. You can be honest with us because that's how we're going to get better.
1: It's true. You can see a whole new logo. You're in our heads now.
0: What happens if we change? Can we change the name of the show? Is that like a thing or will like iTunes take away all of our previous?
1: We just change the logo if we change anything.
0: Fair. Fair
1: enough. But maybe we don't change anything. Maybe a Radio MN1 from the USA is just nitpicking. Maybe.
0: But you know what? We are going to consider it, and that's what matters. All right. If you would like to help us and to support the show we would be really appreciative. So we're just asking you to very quickly hop onto iTunes and give us a quick rating and a review. It really helps the show grow. The more that people interact with that page, the more we get featured, um, and the easier it is for other people to find us. So we really do appreciate it.
1: Maybe you like this part of the show where you hear a shout-out, and it could be your name if you gave us a review. Brian. So if you'd like to reach out to tell us anything on your mind, uh, you can do that at friendselephants.com.
0: Or Facebook slash Friends Elephants.
1: Email us at friendswithelephants at mail.com.
0: Catch us on Twitter. I'm at It's Savannah.
1: And I'm at Jester J.
0: Thank you so much for spending some time with us.
1: We'll be back next Monday. All new episode.
0: Till next time.
1: Nerd on, Ella friends.